Welcome to the Undefeated Podcast with Sara. Did you know that you don't need to live feeling defeated in any area of your life? I believe a huge part of us learning to live from the place of victory is learning to see from God's perspective and discern what's heaven's agenda in this particular season in your life and in the world around you. In this podcast, we will practice discerning what God is doing, both regarding our individual journeys and corporately, so that we can partner with Him in seeing His kingdom come and will be done right now on earth as it is in heaven and live our lives undefeated. Two nights ago, I woke up hearing this phrase, they are standing side by side, declaring the glory of the Lord. I know it's it's kind of a very random thing to wake up to, and but it was so loud and clear that it felt almost like an audible voice, but I, I knew that it was like it was spoken to my spirit and I recognized that it was the voice of the Lord, and uh, and really our Father's heart cry um, that He's calling us into His kingdom alignment in this season and into that place of unity and connection with one another so that we would be together declaring His glory. And uh, I have been praying a lot Uh, for unity in this season, specifically for the unity of the Spirit, for the body of Christ, and especially for all the creatives. And we've been praying about this also with my dancers this week here in VSSM. And I wanted to invite you guys into that same journey to pray for unity and and I know that this is a time where there are so many reasons for disagreements and tension and there's so much hostility and prejudice. And, but it also feels like this is such an opportunity for the Lord um, to release that supernatural grace that God is wanting to pour over us as his body for unity. And... Uh, that's the place where the real life actually happens. And that's the place where he commands blessing and life. And I've been specifically kind of declaring the Psalm 133. I, I want to read this from NIV. It says that how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It is like precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down on Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion, for there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. And I was reading the same psalm from the message translation um, and I love how the message puts it, that it says that how wonderful, how beautiful when brothers and sisters get along. It's like costly anointing oil. 
and so on and so forth. And, and then also it says at the end that that's where God commands the blessing, ordains eternal life. And and I love how, like in this psalm, how it's talking about that it's it's like the costly anointing oil or the precious oil. And, and I feel like there definitely is a price to pay for unity and uh we are we really need to let go of any other agendas um to take hold of Jesus and actually take hold of his kingdom together and uh and there is the price to pay in in just choosing unity above anything else and uh and obviously like oil itself it's created under pressure and I, I believe that the truest and the purest unity and oneness, it comes when we actually lean on the Lord and we lean on each other in the times of pressure. And also I was thinking about how in the same psalm it's um, comparing the oneness and the unity that it's like the dew on Mount Hermon and I was looking at the Webster's online dictionary, how it's talking about dew and what the dew actually means. Obviously, there's the um, definition that it's the moisture that's condensed upon surfaces. But, um, but then it says that it's like the droplets such as tears and sweat. <laughs> and I think this is about the same thing that it can be costly, like in if we choose to live in unity and oneness, like there can be also the the price to pay that sometimes comes with tears and sweat, choosing to be as one. However, the <laughs> the other definition that the uh, Webster's online dictionary was saying said that it's something that's it's resembling uh, purity, freshness, or power to refresh. Isn't that beautiful? So I, I feel like that's really, like, that's what unity ultimately does. Like, it actually brings purity and freshness to us. It's refreshing ourselves, but also it gives us the power to refresh other people. And and that's that's so, so, so beautiful. And that's the place where, where God actually commands blessing, where we, when we are living in the unity of the Holy Spirit. And uh, the beautiful thing, even though sometimes it can feel like, oh my gosh, like how are we ever going to get there in the midst of all the swirls and craziness that's happening in the world? Like how can we be as one? So the beautiful thing is that this is actually something that Jesus himself prayed. And we can be pretty assured that Jesus' prayers are answered. (laughs) Um, So I... I want to read for you guys from John 17, verses 20 through 23. So he's praying for his disciples and he says that, My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me 
that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Wow, that's so, so beautiful. Um, and I, as I was reading this passage this week, it really stood out for me how Jesus is talking about glory and uh, how he has given us his glory. And I, I did an episode on this podcast several weeks ago about the glory of God and, and how glory actually is the very presence of God, uh, his manifest presence. And and I find that it's so, so amazing and so beautiful that here Jesus is actually saying that the reason he's given us his glory is so that we would be one. And, uh, and that that's uh, like, I believe that that's the only place where we actually can experience the true unity of the spirit, where we are living in that place of constant connection with the presence of Jesus and uh and it's um yeah that it's there is such a beauty when we choose to say yes to his presence and and that that's the thing that will actually unite our hearts and unite our spirits no matter what else is actually going on and and that's gonna be the testimony for the world, like that's going to be the thing that they will know that God is real when, when believers are actually living as one. And, uh, and I was thinking about this, like with unity, um, that there is, we are not just after some random unity, that there actually is such a thing as demonic unity as well. Like, there is a power when people come into agreement about anything. So we are not just praying for some random uh, unity amongst ourselves, but we are actually praying for the unity of the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and that that's the unity that comes straight from God's heart. And that's the river of life that I was talking about. Was that two episodes ago that... Uh, when we get into the river of life, into God's very presence in his spirit, that that's, it's not uniformity. It's not us being like identical copies of each other, <laughs> but uh, there's actually so much room for all kinds of different expression. And uh, how, like it says in, in the book of Ezekiel, I, I read that passage um recently but where it talks about the river of life and it says that fruit trees of all kinds will grow on both banks of the river and they leaves will not wither nor will they fruit fail and every month they will bear fruit because the water from the sanctuary flows to them and the fruit will serve for food and they leaves for healing and and I just I love this passage like how how it's talking about how the life of God and the spirit of God, the very presence of God, like it actually produces all kinds of beautiful fruit that's not going to look the same. Like we are going to be bearing all different kinds of fruit, but it is the same spirit, the same Holy Spirit that actually unites our hearts together. And uh, yeah, and I was also thinking about this whole thing like, 
like I said, that there can be such a thing as demonic unity as well. And and there's examples about that in the Bible. Even I'm sure you guys have heard about the story of the Tower of Babel and uh, where the people actually came together in unity, but it was in unity in rebellion against God. And, and they wanted to be united for the sake of making a name for themselves and and how God actually ended up intervening. And that's when he he scattered the people and actually scattered the languages uh, so that people couldn't actually understand each other anymore. That's in Genesis 11, if you want to read. That's a fascinating story. Um, but uh, But the interesting part for me is that when we... When we are in the place that's unity that's caused by the Holy Spirit, when we are as one seeking the Lord, it's the exact opposite that happens. That uh, the languages where, where there were people not being able to understand each other, like God is actually bringing the understanding. And like it's, um, I was thinking of the story um, uh, from the Pentecost. Uh, you can read that whole story also uh, uh, from Acts 2. But uh, you, you might remember like how, how the people actually came together seeking God as one. And, uh, and they started speaking in tongues. And these were like actual real languages that other people could understand. Uh, and actually, I want to read part of this um, passage. I'll, I'll read from uh, Acts 2, starting from the verse... Uh, one uh, and it says that when the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place, and suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Wow. (laughs) And now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. And when they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in our native language? And then it continues later in the passage saying like, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Isn't that beautiful? Like, <laughs> And I, I believe that's exactly what the Holy Spirit uh, inspired unity actually does like it it brings also communication that's the the deep heart to heart communication and understanding and also the fact that from that kind of place of holy spirit unity we are actually declaring the wonders of god like that's that's what this passage said like that's what these people heard uh these jews speaking in their language they were declaring the wonders of god and and again, like I was just thinking of the phrase that I heard um, two nights ago when I was waking up, that they are standing side by side, declaring the glory of the Lord. And 
and I, I just so feel like my heart is just burning even just thinking about all this, like that God is wanting to release such a oneness over all of us and that from that Holy Spirit unity, we are actually starting to declare the glory of the Lord and, and the manifest presence of God and the wonders of his presence. And uh, I just, well, I just want to pray this over all of us right now. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Jesus, that we get to agree with your prayer, that you prayed that we would be one as you are one with the Father. I, I thank you, God, that we don't need to be pleading you because this is already your heart's cry, that you want to do that miracle in our hearts and uh, you want to enable us to be so connected to your spirit that it automatically draws us to be one with one another as well. Yeah, Holy Spirit, we welcome you to come and fill us afresh and so that our, our unity and our oneness would be such a testimony to the world around us that is in so much turmoil and Lord, that there, your heartbeat would be the loudest and clearest of all sounds. Lord, that we would be side by side, that we would be marching and dancing to the rhythm of your heartbeat. Lord, that uh, the sound of your heart would be the soundtrack that we are tuning our hearts to and uh, responding to. Lord, we want to learn to respond to your presence. We want to learn to respond to your heart. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And, and I just even pray, uh, just each person who is listening to this episode, Lord, I, I just ask that you would bring a fresh encounter in your presence. Yeah, that you would touch their spirits and touch their souls, touch their bodies. <laughs> yeah, thank you, God. Thank you, God, that you want to bring your refreshing yeah, and Lord, if there's any place that has been trying to bring a disconnect, Lord, that your healing palm would be poured into those places of wounds. And Lord, you would bring so much healing uh, into any, any place of hurt or pain, that your spirit would just make us whole. First of all, our, our hearts would be so whole, that we would be so full of your love and ready to love one another to love our brothers and sisters with the same love that you have loved us. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the one who, who makes us whole and you are the one who makes us one. Yeah, thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed week.